is Ask Me Another. I'm your host, Ophira Eisenberg, and I'm always right, at least for the duration of this show. Okay, we have a great show for you with all kinds of highbrow quizzes. I've recently realized that listening to this show makes you a better guest and a more interesting guest at dinner parties. Yes, as long as your dinner parties involve trivia. <laughs> Speaking of interesting, let me uh, introduce you to our Ask Me Another puzzle gurus. This is Art Chung. Hey, Ophira. And Will Hines. Greetings. Greetings. <laughs> they will be leading us in puzzles later on in the show. But first, let me introduce you to the man behind the guitar who is going to be leading us in song and our very first game, Jonathan Colton. Hello. And we have our first two contestants. Hello. Please welcome Amy Prohaska and Laura Detmer, everybody. So, Amy, I know that you're a writer at Rocker Magazine. Yes. Love that. But you're into tiki culture? I am, in fact, into tiki culture. Well, what does that mean, being into tiki um, culture? It involves rum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I like Floral that. I like that, too, yeah. A little more rum. Um, some surf music, and then some more rum. <laughs> so it's an excuse for rum. Pretty much, yeah. And you have a tiki name? I do. My tiki name is Sweet Leilani. Sweet Leilani? <laughs> Amy, we're going to be referring to you as that for the rest of our a show. Sweet and that's Leilani. fine, because it took me a while to come up with that name. <laughs> Sweet Leilani? Yep. All right, and we also have Laura. Are you into tiki culture? Now you are, I, right? Yeah, I've never heard of it, but <laughs> sign me up. Laura's from uh, Poughkeepsie, New York, and um, my producer told me that recently you were on a business trip to Guatemala, and you bought a ticket on a discount airline, and while you were there, the airline went out of business. Yes. <laughs> How did you get back? Uh, we got back, but it cost us more for the one flight back than the entire rest of the trip, so <laughs> it, it was a plan. It was a scam all along. No. It's weird. You did no idea. No. All right, well, you guys, uh, you're going to be great in our first game. It's called Interject Songs. Interject Songs. Yeah. Jonathan, is that the best title I'm we can come up with? I'm not responsible for the title. I don't. Uh, an in interjection, of course, is a part of speech. It is a, a kind of word that you use to express excitement or emotion. Generally set apart from a sentence by an exclamation point, followed by a comment <laughs> when the feeling's not as strong. Okay, guys, Jonathan will be singing songs with interjections in their title, but he will be replacing them with an interjection he totally makes up. So your task is to ring in and tell us what the right interjection is. Then you both will get a chance to answer a follow-up question, and whoever gets the most questions right moves on to our Ask Me One More final round at the end of the show. But wait for him to finish singing the entire clue before you ring in, because we're trying to get our money's worth on this guy, okay? <laughs> Yikes, I did it again I played with your heart Got lost in the game Oh, baby, baby, yikes Oops <laughs> Oops is right We are also going to ask you a follow-up question after each one And it doesn't matter who rang in You both can answer this question So here's your first one there's a bit of dialogue in the middle of Oops, I Did It Again. Did you know that? Yes, you did. In which Brittany's lover gives her something the old lady dropped in the ocean, which is a tongue-in-cheek reference to what movie? 
Laura. Titanic? Correct. <laughs> Shucks, child, things are gonna get easier. Shucks, child, things will get brighter. Amy. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ooh. Oh, yes, a little, yeah, I like it when you sing it. That is correct. Although I do like Shucks Child. <laughs> like, it's horrible. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little more folksy. According to the Wordsworth poem, My Heart Leaps Up, the child is father of what? Should we uh, throw it out to the audience, see if anyone knows? Yes. The man. <laughs> that was the awe uh, of four people, by the way. <laughs> Just three words when you're getting busy. Jeez, there it is. 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 I, I think Laura has an Sorry. answer. <clears throat> Laura, is it womp? <laughs> yes, it is. Not tell what I know that because was. that's the uh, no, that's what they play at the chess club. <laughs> it I, is fantastic. I thought I did a pretty good job with that one. You did an amazing job. Okay, what French interjection loosely translates to "there it is"? Amy. Voila. Voila. Correct. Yes. Voila is correct. <laughs> Golly gee whiz, golly gee whiz, golly gee whiz, golly gee whiz. Amy. Hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. You got that one correct. What Baroque composer wrote the Hallelujah Chorus, part of his 1741 oratorio, Messiah? Laura? Brahms? I don't know. That's okay. I love that you're like, I don't know, I'm just playing the game. That's what you're supposed to do. You're doing the right thing. Can Amy chime in? Amy can chime in. For a point? Sure. Yeah, all right. Handel? Yes. Handel Handel. it is. Handel, Handel. George Frederick. River was deep, but I swam it. The future was ours, so let's plan it. Please don't tell me to can it. I've got one thing to say, and that's Jeepers, Janet. I love you. Amy? Damn it. Damn it! <laughs> An exciting word to say on radio. Yeah, it just reminds me of Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock, exactly. Well, Interplanet Janet. I don't think they say damn it. <laughs> no, I don't think it was part of Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock, no. Yeah. no. Uh, okay, on Saturday Night Live, Will Ferrell frequently portrayed the former U.S. Attorney General Janet Reno in a sketch called what? Yes, Laura. I'm really a man? <laughs> <laughs> that was the subtitle of are you the title. A, are you a comedy writer, Laura? Because... <laughs> Let's, let's throw it to the audience. Does anyone know what it's called? Yes. Damn it, Janet. Oh. That's the last Janet? question. 
That's right. Janet Reno's dance party is the answer. Color my hair, do what I dare. Whoa, oh, totally free. It is feel the way I feel. Gosh, I feel like a woman. Laura. Man. Man is correct. Shania Twain, also from Canada, like myself. Congratulations to both of you. <laughs> yes. She's doing just fine. In 1977, transsexual Renee Richards won a landmark court case allowing her to participate in what major sporting event? Amy? Yes. It's a tennis thing. It's, it is a tennis thing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need a little more. Um, Wimbledon? It's mm, a good idea, but wrong. No. Laura? U.S. Open? Yes. Yes! Stolen. Oh. Yes. <laughs> you guys kind of helped each other out in that one. <laughs> Thank you. Would you have gotten that otherwise, no. Laura? Good. Okay, yeah. Next time you, say yes. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, I love it when the contestants create a relationship. All right, Amy, you scored more points, so you will be moving on to the end of the show for Ask Me One More Round. Congratulations. <laughs> Laura, a fantastic contestant and hilarious. Thank you, guys. Souvenez-vous, il y a une disque avec un chien. Un chien qui porte une cravate comme un homme. Je veux dire, le chien est comme un homme. Par la cravate, je suis Rick Springfield. Ici, dans le bar. Once again, thank you to Jonathan Colton. Je suis Rick Springfield. No, tu n'es pas Springfield. <laughs> pas moi, no. C'est dommage. Life is full of mysteries, isn't it? Like, why do we dream? Do UFOs exist? And why don't angry birds have feet? Here on Ask Me Another, we love mysteries, and we have our own in the form of a mystery guest. This guest comes in at the end of the show. We sit down and find out a little bit about them, and then we test their wits in a trivia spectacular written just for them. So, Art, let's give the audience a hint as to who our mystery guest is. Do you have one? I do have one. Okay. You know, I love ramen noodles. Do Me you? Me too, yes. Who doesn't? I bet our mystery guest loves ramen noodles because our mystery guest works in a place and owns the place which shares its name with the inventor of instant ramen noodles, Mr. Cup of Soup. <laughs> oh, I love that. Cup of Soup. Cup of Soup. Mm, okay. He was Irish. An Irish Sounds gentleman. delicious. Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> If you're listening to us now and yelling out the answers, or even just yelling, why not join us in person as a contestant? If you think you have what it takes, find us on Facebook or Twitter at NPR Ask Me Another, or you can send us an email at askmeanother at npr.org. We'll send you a little quiz and see if you've got what it takes to get on our stage. 
Coming up, we'll find out why our favorite films become oh so foreign when they cross the ocean. Plus, more puzzles, mysteries, and mayhem to come. I'm your host, Ophira Eisenberg, and this is NPR's Ask Me Another. You're listening to Ask Me Another, NPR show for those of us who do crossword puzzles in pen. I'm your host, Ophira Eisenberg. And with me is our resident puzzle expert, Art Chung. And we have two new contestants. Let's welcome Maura Pine. Hello. Hello. And Frank Gauthier. Hello. Now, Maura... You grew up in Luxembourg, but then moved to Pennsylvania. That's a common route, right? Very common. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I spent eight years in Luxembourg growing up. What do you remember from Luxembourg? It's really small. and <laughs> <laughs> It even seems small when you were there. You're it like, did. wow, I just got to walk uh, across the room. I also figured out that Luxembourgish is not a language worth learning. <laughs> Luxembourg is not a language worth Luxembourgish, learning? Luxembourgish, yes. Lu- it's called Luxembourgish? Well, yes. come on, that sounds fake. <laughs> Luxembourgian was a little too long-winded, so... <laughs> Luxembourgish... That sounds like you're not even committed to learning the language. No, and it's, it's not even really its own language. It kind of just sounds like German with like a little syllable thrown in everywhere. A little flair? Yep. German with flair. All right. Okay, and Frank Goche here. He, now, I know this about you. You have a one-man comedy variety show that you hope to take to Vegas. That's right. Uh, it's based on the old Ed Sullivan show. Ed, oh, yes. Do you do Ed Sullivan impressions? I do. Would we like to hear a little Ed Sullivan? <laughs> Can you do a little one for us? Yes, yes. Okay, well, okay. the other day at the Museum of Broadcasting, I heard a good one. He said, uh, Now in our audience tonight are two warm and friendly people, the foster couple who raised the actor James Dean from childhood. Now, you know, young Dean was injured to death in a serious automobile accident. <laughs> and so it goes. <laughs> That is the darkest example of a Ed Sullivan impression I could have dreamt up. Thank you for that. That was fantastic and extraordinarily well done. All right. So the game that you are going to play is called Movies in Other Languages. Art, explain this game. Okay. This is not about foreign films. Actually, these are about American films that get shown overseas. You see, when American movies are shown overseas, they change the titles to sell them better to their audiences, sometimes with hilarious results. So, for example, Afira, what film was shown in Germany under the title Urban Neurotic? (laughs) Okay, first, Urban Neurotic is redundant. Um, (laughs) I'm going to guess Sex and the City. How about if I told you it starred Diane Keaton and Woody Allen? Oh, Annie Hall. Of course. Urban (laughs) Neurotic. How funny. Wow. Okay, so we're going to give you the overseas title of the film, translated into English. And your task is to give us the name of the film originally, what the film was originally called. Okay, if you need a hint, we'll give you the film stars. You get three points if you get it right without the hint, one point if you get it right after we give you the names of the actors. Okay? And only one guess per clue. Whoever scores higher will move on to our Ask Me One More final round. Are you ready? Yavo. We? Okay, perfect. (laughs) Excellent. This 2004 drama was known in Italy as If You Leave Me, I Delete You. 
2004 drama. If you want a hint, it starred Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet. Maura. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Correct. This 1978 musical was known in Argentina as Vaseline. (laughs) Frank. Greece. Greece is correct. (laughs) Do not get your car serviced in Argentina. That's all I have to say. This 1999 science fiction film was known in France as The Young People Who Traversed Dimensions While Wearing Sunglasses. The Matrix? Yes. (laughs) The old people never traverse dimensions. Never. Just the young people. They do. They have their own movie, though. It's a different movie. (laughs) Cocoon. It's called Cocoon. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, the senior Matrix. This 1996 dark comedy was shown in China under the title Mysterious Murder in Snowy Cream. Mora. Fargo? Correct. Yes! This 1978 comedy was known in Germany as I Think a Horse Kicked Me. Frank. Frank. They shoot horses, don't they? <laughs> was that a comedy? <laughs> no, I don't. I think that's not a comedy. Mora. I can give you the hint. It starred John Belushi and Donald Sutherland. Animal House? Correct. Very close. Mora is our winner of this round. Yes, another hand for Frank Goche for playing it. Hilarious and fantastic. And Mora, you'll be joining us at the end of the show for our Ask Me One More final round. Congratulations. Let me welcome back our puzzle guru, Will Hines, hello, everybody. Hello, Hello. Oh, hi, everybody. Hi. Will, would you like to give us another hint as to who our mystery guest is? I would, if you're, I would. Um, our mystery guest had interesting changes in career. She um, was once a major in electrical engineering, but her actual career had her making projects with ingredients such as cereal and crack. So either she is the best electrical engineer that we have ever met. That's right, yeah. Or she switched fields. That's correct. All right. (laughs) We will find out soon. Let's welcome our two new contestants. Anaga Apte, welcome. And Josh Sherman, hello. Okay, Anaga, you have been on Jeopardy. Yes, I've been on How did it go? Uh, not so well. It was about 10 years, <laughs> it was about 10 years ago. Uh, I was still in college, and it was regular Jeopardy. You were in college, but you did regular Jeopardy. I did, yeah. That's and, pretty impressive. Well, until I got up there. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I didn't really know um, anything. Of, of any of the <laughs> so I, by the end, actually, by the final Jeopardy round, if I had wagered everything and gotten the final Jeopardy right, I still couldn't have beaten the leader, but... But, it was fun. Yeah, you're going to be great. And Josh, you, um, oh, you have a classical music radio show. I did. You did? You don't I anymore? Did. No, not since college. And you're really into classical music? Yes. And what, do you play? I own trumpets. I don't play them. You own them. <laughs> you collect them, but don't play them? Exactly. Do you refuse to play them? No, no I don't refuse. I just don't get around to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're playing a wonderful game called Silent Night, but there's a catch. Will? 
There is a catch, Ophira. So since this is radio contestants, you couldn't tell that night was spelled K-N-I-G-H-T. Now, don't I look smart? You do. Well, you see, many English words have letters that aren't pronounced for no good reason. So this game is going to exploit that and see how quickly you can suss out these silent but deadly letters. So the way it works is I'm going to give you a group of four words. You have to pick the word that has the silent consonant and then tell me what that consonant is. Um, And the trick to this is speed, so whoever uh, rings in first will get to answer. Right? So four words, you tell me the word and what the silent letter is. All right? Winter, spring, summer, autumn... Uh, Anaga. Autumn. And what's the silent letter? N. That is correct. <laughs> Crayon, stapler, scissors, calculator. Josh. Scissors. And the silent letter? C. Very good. <laughs> that sounds like a trumpet player to me. Mucus, vomit, phlegm, urine. Phlegm. And the silent letter? G. That is right. Yes. That was a tough one. That's the happiest I've said I, any of those well, words. Well, it's because they are the most delightful words finally brought together. Mucus and vomit? Oh, phlegm? What yeah. else? Urine? Fantastic. Right. <laughs> Question, answer, problem, solution. Anika? Answer, W. Wow. Faster and faster. Better watch out, Josh. He's having a Jeopardy flashback. <laughs> make up for lost time. Ornaments, mistletoe, stocking. Oh, sorry. Uh, you, you get, go ahead. Why, why, why bother finishing? Um, your, uh, <laughs> there's no point. Mistle, why the, mistletoe tea. That's right. <laughs> Suspenders, cravat, scarf, handkerchief. Handkerchief, D. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, hey. you're going to have to start playing that trumpet pretty soon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Herring, salmon, anchovy, halibut, Josh. Salmon, L. Yeah. That is right. Yeah. With a vengeance, yes. with a vengeance. Silent but deadly is yes. Josh. You are the silent consonant in this round, Josh. <laughs> Striking when no one suspects it. Yeah, Anika, you are our winner there. <laughs> Sorry. For Josh, everybody. Took the freeway out of town, found a place to settle down. Got a driver and a swing set and a dog. You got your very own bathroom. Got my very own workshop in the basement We sit around staring at the wall-to-wall Take field trips to our favorite mall Waiting for the day when all the kids grow up And leave us here if you need me I'll be downstairs with the shop vac You can call but I probably won't hear you Because it's loud with the shop vac on But you'll be okay You'll be upstairs with the TV You can cry and I probably won't hear you Because it's loud with the shop back on Jonathan Colton 
All right, we have our two new contestants, Michael Silver and Kate Jones. So, Kate, I love this trio of things I know about you. You wrote a hip-hop song about PBS, you attended firefighting school, and you auditioned to be a rockette. Yes, those are all true. Those are all true. <laughs> are you writing any more hip-hop songs? Are you a firefighter or a rockette at this point? Um, I'm doing more writing. You're doing more yeah. writing. Okay. And actually, you also perform with the Neo-Futurists, which I'm very familiar with, in a great show called Too Much Light Makes Baby Go Blind. Yeah. Do you want to tell us what that show is about? Sure. Uh, we perform 30 short plays in 60 minutes, or we attempt to. And each week, the show is different. We write about current events or what's going on in our lives or whatever we feel like at the moment. So you're super knowledgeable of all things going on. <laughs> and Michael, you have been on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I, I have, though not as impressive as Jeopardy, I guess, but yeah. <laughs> it's totally impressive. Okay, Michael, come on. How much did you win? I, I won $1,000. $1,000? <laughs> All right, do you remember the question that took you out? Is that something that is in your head? Uh, it was something like Russia, borders, I don't even remember how many countries. Oh, yeah, does, boring like, snooze fest. It was like, what country does it share its longest border with? And it was like the Ukraine, China, Mongolia, or Kazakhstan. Duh. <laughs> yeah? Which did one? You got it wrong? <laughs> you know, I, I, I wanted to, like, save money for other people to win. Yeah. I thought that You're it was kind of better that way. You know, like, I don't need a million dollars, so... <laughs> All right, well, we're going to be playing a game called The Main Ingredient. Jonathan, do you want to explain this? Yes, yeah, so, you know, when you buy a box of cookies, for instance, <laughs> on, the, on the side, there's a list of ingredients, and the very first item in that list of ingredients is the thing that there is most of in that box of cookies. So in this game, we want you to tell us the most common component or the main ingredient of whatever it is that we're describing. So, for example, if I said, this gas is the main ingredient in Earth's atmosphere, making up about 78% of the air we breathe. Afira, you would say? I want to say oxygen, uh, but I know that's wrong. Correct, you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what Our is atmosphere it? is actually 78% nitrogen. Ooh. Only 21% oxygen and just 1% everything else. Ooh, everything else. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds like there's a lot, there could be a lot of bad stuff in there. We yeah. should really look into I it. No, another 1% I have to worry about. Great, yeah. thanks a lot. <laughs> Occupy air. All right. All right, contestants, so you're going to ring in when you know the answer. Does that make sense to you? Okay. Most linguists agree that this letter is the main ingredient in English words, appearing more frequently than any other. I think that was Kate. E? That is e correct. That's correct, yes. Ricotta is not considered a true cheese because its main ingredient is this byproduct of the cheese making process. Michael. Way? Way, yes, way. Yes. Yes, way. I love that you looked around like, why wouldn't I know this? Everyone I, knows I this. It can't be no that idea. simple. You had no idea? Totally it just guessed. came to you? Yeah, it did. Wow. Brilliant. Do you have an earpiece in? Yeah, they're talking to me. <laughs> they are? They Got are. it. <laughs> <laughs> With a little bit of carbon added as a hardening agent, steel is an alloy made mostly from this elemental main ingredient. Iron? Yes. Correct, Michael. 
Which, doesn't that make you feel like less about steel? You're like, oh, you're just iron? Imposter. Many states require cold medicines that contain this drug to be sold behind the counter because its main ingredient is used to make methamphetamine. Ephedrine? That's correct. Oh, look, you've made meth before. Oh, correct. U.S. pennies minted after 1982 have... Okay, all right. We have to stop for one second, Jonathan. I'm Do sorry. We, okay. Because to give it a fair chance, we're going to ha- ask them to wait till you read the full so, clip. Sorry. All right? This is a really good sentence, too. <laughs> U.S. pennies minted after 1982 have just 2.5% copper plating. The other 97.5% is this metallic main ingredient. Whoa. Kate. Okay. Nickel? Ooh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. It's sorry. not nickel. Yeah. But it's a good idea. Pennies. I mean, I didn't know they were not copper. Do you have a... Zinc. Zinc, Zinc is, is correct. correct, Michael. Weird. I'm almost scared that you know this stuff, by the way. I was going to say nickel. <laughs> <laughs> I was just mean. <laughs> All right. That means, uh, Michael, you have the most points in this game. You are moving on. How about a hand for the lovely, talented, and brilliant Kate? Michael, you'll be moving on to our final Ask Me One More Round at the end of the show. Congratulations. All right. Now it is time to reveal our mystery guest. Let's recap what we know about her. She works at a place named after the inventor of ramen noodles. She studied to be an electrical engineer and now is a crack dealer of sorts. (laughs) Our mystery guest this week is renowned pastry chef of the very trendy Momofuku Milk Bar, where you can order pieces of crack pie or compost cookies, and they are delicious. It's the best compost I have ever had in my entire life. Our mystery guest is Christina Tozzi, everybody. This is still NPR's Ask Me Another, and I'm still Ophira Eisenberg. More to come, plus we'll figure out if Christina Tozzi's unique flavor combos are because her mother let her play with her food. Welcome back to Ask Me Another, NPR show for trivia nuts and the people who have to live with them. I'm your host, Ophira Eisenberg, and joining me is this week's mystery guest, owner and chef of very trendy, jam-packed New York's Momofuku Milk Bar. And I said that totally wrong. I don't know why I've been doing that all day. It gets Momofuku Milk Bar. Momofuku. Momofuku Milk Bar. But here's the most important part. Christina Tozzi, that's the most important part. Welcome to Ask Me Another. Hi. Hi. Thanks now, for having me. My pleasure. I, now, it's really my pleasure because Christina brought bags of goodies <laughs> for us backstage. We had compost cookies. Now, let me describe for you. I'm not going to eat one, you know, over the radio and in front of my audience being like, this is delicious because that would just be sad for them. They are... They're squishy in, like, a good way, but 
you eat them and you're, you, you're, it's like salty and sweet. And then you're like a little jittery because you're like, what's in there? It turns out <laughs> coffee grinds. There's coffee grinds in there. Is this old coffee or fresh coffee grinds? It's fresh coffee. Fresh coffee grinds. It's not from your coffee maker in the morning? No, it wasn't like leftover from my morning beverages. <laughs> but that would be a great idea, don't you think? Well, uh, compost? Cost, yeah. Uh, but, 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 I mean, that, there's some crazy different combinations of ingredients in yeah, the compost you know. cooking. <laughs> We're sort of like a very don't-take-yourself-so-seriously establishment. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Really? With crack pie? Yeah. That no, no, I didn't get that at all. <laughs> um, I think, you know, it's just, I think it's just about, like, the personality that goes into it and um, how it's received. I mean, it's baked goods. It's a cookie or it's a slice of pie. It's not, like, a composed, beautiful, intricate dessert. It's meant to just sort of be shoved in your mouth. And you're supposed to have a good time while doing it. Yeah. Well, it works. I mean, they're delicious. But how... I mean, I teased this earlier about you playing with your food as a kid because the weird flavor yeah. combinations. How do, yeah. how do you dream that up? You know, I, um, I'm a very, like, don't follow the rules sort of person. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to food. And I have sort of, like, ever since a kid been really um, into, like, awkward and disgusting flavor combinations. Like... <laughs> Doritos and Miracle Whip and <laughs> sour cream brown sugar and Ruffles potato chips. It's sort of like a salty, sweet, gross but good sort of snack attacks are really big in my family. Snack attacks. <laughs> my mother was a horrible cook, so <laughs> it's a very fend for yourself sort of atmosphere. <laughs> She's going to kill me. <laughs> so... <laughs> so it wasn't so much that you were allowed to play with your food, is that you were unsupervised. Unsu- it was more of an unsupervised. <laughs> and a, um, I really loved eating cookie dough, and my grandmothers were really great bakers. And I would like, get to like lick the spoon or lick the beaters, and then they sort of like caught on what was going on. I'd be like hoarding cookie dough, or they'd make cookie dough in advance and leave it in the fridge to like bake the next day, and half of it would be missing. And like, you're going to get salmonella poisoning. And it, it ended up being a little bit of like a survival of the fittest sort of moment in the kitchen. Now, so baking is pretty precise, right? It's a precise yeah, it, art. You know, it's a very precise art, but I feel like um, I'm, a, I'm the kind of person that's like, I'm casual, as long as you can get away with it until you have to be precise about it. <laughs> okay, and you have beverages on your list like cereal milk, mm-hmm. which is... It's like what's left in your bowl when you eat all the cereal out of it. Everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah. delicious. And you make this in... <laughs> we make it in very large batches. <laughs> Pretzel milk? Pretzel milk. What brought on that idea? I've never um, looked at a pretzel and thought, you know what this needs? It's, milk. <laughs> you know, it's sort of one of those like salty, sweet obsessions. Yes. And um, I sort of look at like, I'll eat three bites of cookie dough, one potato chip, or like a pickle. Because you need the like salty and sweet balance in your belly so that you keep wanting more cookie dough. <laughs> no? Like that, right? Yes. I was a judge at a county fair once for like all of the I baked goods. Were. And you had to try, like, 20 different chocolate chip cookies of all different calibers, and the only thing you were allowed to eat in between was a sliver of pickle to cleanse your palate and get your, like, tummy ready for More another cookies. chocolate chip cookie. I mean, that I just thought everybody... Ate no? pickles with yeah. cookies? Yeah. I will no. now. <laughs> I just didn't know beforehand. I'm not a yeah. pro. You it's know, all I'm about just an knowing amateur. ratios. It's like weighing ingredients. It's three parts cookie dough, one part potato pickle. chip, or sliver of pickle. Potato chip is not available. Sliver of pickle is 
is so what I'm learning from you is that your innovation comes from deep in your soul. Yeah. This is just who you are. You're Unfor- like, why, why wouldn't I'm you put I'm very unfortunately. I went to culinary school. I'm formally trained, but I, uh, I worked in really fancy restaurants in New York, and I had a really great, like, uphill battle of a challenge. And I sort of just ended up being like, I don't really want to put a fancy, delicate tweel on a plate. I just want to mush a bunch of things that are salty and sweet <laughs> together and then give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you take risks in the kitchen. Are you a risk taker when it comes to games? Oh, yeah. Really? Do you I'm play ready. games? Um, Uno was really, really big. Oh, I yeah. would smoke my grandma's. Like, after the cookie dough was gone, I would just smoke them <laughs> on the Uno table. You're going so you down, yeah. grandma. Like Skippo, I don't know if you're familiar with Phase Ten. It's sort of like a cutting edge Uno that's come out in the past few years. Okay, Bragger, I get it. You know your game. (laughs) Really big. I love that you're like. Do you ever play high stakes Uno? I'm not sure if you're familiar with this. All right. Well, we would like to uh, put you in the trivia hot seat for a little ask me another challenge. You don't be nervous. (laughs) I just need to know. Will do you accept the challenge? I certainly accept the challenge. Okay. Let's give her a hand. (laughs) Christina Cozy. And let's put you behind the podium. And we found a contestant that is willing to play against you in something to do with food. This is Jesse Friedman, everybody. Interesting fact about Jesse, he works for Google, so when you put in a search item, he is the one that writes you back with your different things. (laughs) I hope you're not searching right now. It'll take a while for <laughs> yeah. me to get back to Give you. Give him a chance, everybody. But also, you've been working this project, United Noshes, mm-hmm. where you're cooking your way through the United Nations. I am. What a great idea. Where are you right now? Uh, well, where we are right now, we just did uh, Brunei, which was our 25th country. We're going alphabetically, so it'll take us between five and six years. <laughs> Good for you with a plan for five to six years. Uh, th- this game, let me tell you about this game. When I go to a deli... I often look at the menu and go, what would it take to have a dish named after me? Wouldn't that be amazing? I've already decided what my dish is going to be called. What it's is going it to be called Eggs Eisenberg. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> delicious. That's great, yes. <laughs> Eggs Eisenberg. Okay, so that's the subject of this game. We're going to briefly describe how to make a specific dish, as well as the famous person it was named after. And it is your job to tell us what the dish is called. Here's an example. Will? Yes. If I were to take two pieces of bread, put meat or anything in between it. I'm with you. And name it after an 18th century English aristocrat. Right. You would answer? Well, that would be a sandwich Mm -hmm. named after John Montague, the fourth Earl of Sandwich. That's right. But sandwich is what you'd be looking for. Sandwich, exactly. (laughs) Okay, so it's very exciting, but wait till I uh, go through the entire clue before you ring in. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Take lemon-lime soda or ginger ale, add a splash of grenadine and a cherry, and name it after a 1930s child film star. Christina. Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple is correct. (laughs) Did everyone drink those as children, pretending that you were drinking (laughs) cocktails? I know. I know when you're like, one day I'll be an alcoholic. Is there a... Is there a way to add alcohol to a Shirley Temple and make it something? Because that sounds good, but I would like also to get drunk off of it. <laughs> that makes it a Shelley Winter. 
I feel like that's what we're having after the show. <laughs> Bread and deep fry bite-sized poultry pieces. Cover them with a sweet and spicy sauce. Name it after a military leader from the Qing Dynasty. Jesse. What is general? Oh, what is this? Isn't Jeopardy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice self-punishment. Uh, general Tso's chicken. General Tso's chicken is Woo! right. Combine butter, sugar, and liquor in a pan. Add bananas. Brown them. Add rum. And flambe. When the flames subside, serve with ice cream and name it after the chairman of the New Orleans Crime Commission. Christina. Bananas Foster. Bananas Foster. <laughs> delicious. Does that not sound delicious? It's a great thing. Take some mollusks on the half shell, top them with a sauce of chopped herbs and breadcrumbs, bake them, and name them after a rich American industrialist. Jesse. Oysters Rockefeller. Oysters <laughs> Rockefeller is right. <laughs> Oysters Rockefeller sounds really good, too. Sounds great, yeah. Now, do you think the Rockefellers ate those? I guess, yeah. ironically, the hipsters Rockefellers would. <laughs> <laughs> the Mr. Rockefeller. Yeah. Well, supposedly it was called that because it looked like money. The, the green would look like money, so Rockefellers had a lot of money, so they called it that. All right, Jesse, Jesse puzzle expert you. position still. <laughs> I love that we're like, we're wondering what the test is like, excuse me, yes, yeah. with your little game. Stick to your alphabetized food thing, all right? <laughs> Muscle you up. Take a ground beef patty. Don't do what you think you're going to do. You're going to do this with it. You're going to flavor it with minced onions, broil or fry it, top it with gravy, and name it after a 19th century physician and health food fattest. Jesse. Is it Salisbury? Oh, it is Salisbury. Man. Salisbury steak. So let's see what, what happened there. What do we got? What's well, the um, our winner of this round was Jesse. Jesse Friedman. Congratulations. We have a prize for you. You are in luck. Christina Tozzi has brought with her an amazing gift bag of delectable delights for our winner, Jesse Friedman. You lucky guy. And you also get an NPR music tote, just in case that wasn't enough. Congratulations. One more hand for our amazing mystery guest, the woman keeping us all salty and sweet, Christina Tozzi. Last week I left a note on Laura's desk. It said, I love you, signed anonymous friend. Turns out she's smarter than I thought she was She knows I wrote it now The whole class does too And I'm all alone during couples skate When she skates by with some guy on her arm But I know that I'll forget The pity in her face When I'm living in my solar dome On a platform in space Cause it's gonna be the future soon I won't always be this way When the things that make me weak and strange Get engineered away 
It's gonna be the future soon I've never seen it quite so clear When my heart is breaking I can close my eyes And it's already Jonathan Colton Hey, yeah Jonathan, do you know what it's time for? What is it time for? Something very exciting. Oh, what is it? What is it? <laughs> it is our final Ask Me One More Round. Hooray! Yay! <laughs> we have our winners from our previous games, and I would like to just point out we have three women and one guy. It's quite an interesting mix. From Interject Songs, we have Amy Prohaska. From Movies in Another Language, Maura Pine from Silent Night, Anaga Opte, and from Main Ingredient, Michael Silver. We call this game Vowel Play. Ooh. Art, tell us about this game. I will tell you what it means. We're going to read you a clue to a word and give you all the consonants in that word in the right order. Your job is to put the vowels back in and tell us the word we're looking for. For example, if we gave you the clue... What spelunkers explore, and the letters CVS, you would say caves. The vowels that are missing and where they go, you have to figure out. Now we're going to play this spelling bee style, so you'll only have a few seconds to answer. If you get the question right, go back to the end of the line. One wrong answer, though, and you're out. Last person standing is this week's grand winner. Here we go. Amy, like a bodybuilder's body, BFF. Buff. Buff, correct. Maura, a 2008 movie nominated for Best Picture, MLK. I have no idea. Two seconds. Sorry, that's too much time. Next, Anaga, do you need to include 2008 movie nominated for Best Picture? Milk. Correct. <laughs> Michael, a Major League Baseball team, CBS. Cubs. Cubs, correct. Amy, a slow-moving creature, SNL. Snail. Snail, correct. Anaga, the title of a late-night TV show, CNN. Conan. Conan, correct. Michael, an island off the coast of Italy, CPR. Cyprus. No, that is incorrect. Amy, an island off the coast of Italy, CPR. Capri. Capri, correct. Anaga, it calls itself America's number one scrubbing cleanser, CMT. Comet? Correct. Amy, a shade of purple, LLC. Two seconds. I'm sorry, that's you're out of time. Uh, Anaga for the win, a shade of purple. Lilac. Correct. Take that, Jeopardy. Take that. A great, yeah, you took back Jeopardy. Look at that. Yeah. And we have an amazing gift uh, also provided by Christina Tozzi. You are in luck. You have her cookbook, The Milk, and also, what else is in here? Oh, my goodness, what is this? This is an entire pie. You have an entire cinnamon bun pie crack pie you have three pies you've got three pies in here do you understand me three pies and a cookbook that is a good prize congratulations well deserved 
that's it for Ask Me Another. My producer is giving me the wrap-it-up look. We've got more clues and games online. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for NPR Ask Me Another. Puzzle czars have been Art Chung. Hey, my name anagrams to Narc Thug. And Will Hines. Hi, Ill News. The man behind the music is Jonathan Colton. Now jolt the cannon. Additional puzzle writing contributed by John Chineski. Oh, heck, ninjas. Sean Kennedy. Swanky Hendon. And Dan Schofield. Caddish Felon. Our supervising audio engineer is Paul Ruess. Us true pal. And our house sound engineer is David Herkin. Uh, Trend Diva. Ask Me Other recordings are edited by Saraya Muhammad. A Madhouse Army. And Carrie Thompson. Mrs. Typo Honker. Our production assistant is Eleanor Kagan. And Orange Lake. And our Ask Me Other intern is James Ramsey. Mama's Jersey. Ask Me Another supervising producer is Jesse Baker. Jab Seekers. Our executive producer is Eric Newsom. Curium Zen. We'd like to thank the Bell House here in Brooklyn, New York. Hot Deal Blues. I'm her right begonias. Ophira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR.